0: This is Peak Earth, I'm Case Bradford. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Ben Samuels. Ben is a great guy. He wrote a book called Minerals and Heavy Metals Handbook, which dives deep into the role that minerals play in supporting our body and the damage caused by heavy metals that are really prevalent in our modern civilization. He's also a deep thinker and a brilliant guy. We dive deep into the essence of alchemy, the golden age that we're headed for, back to harmony with nature, ancient technologies coming back online. We talk about sacred hunt experience, training with Paul Czech, harmonizing the mind and being pragmatic with integrating everything we know about health and the modern state of the world, the pollution, the toxicity, it's okay. We can deal with it. We have the tools. Really enjoyed this conversation. The last eight minutes or so, something happened with the mic and, and I, I tried my best to adjust it just so you know um, it sounds a little bit funny down there, but the rest of it is golden. I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks everyone who has shared a podcast episode across the interwebs. That always makes me smile, brings me joy, sends me good vibes and I appreciate that. Same with any five-star reviews on the Apple or the Spotify. Always gives me a jolt of energy. So thanks for that. And thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this episode with Ben. I'm here today with Ben. How's it going?
1: Doing good, brother. Nice to be with you.
0: Absolutely. Glad to meet up with you. We've been interacting a bit online and you were happen to be in the area, so we decided why not meet up and record a podcast.
1: Yeah, with nothing better to do. a podcast, so <laughs>
0: drinking some Shijalit.
1: Shil- Shilajit. Shilajit. <laughs> Some people say uh, I've heard all kinds of different things, but um, yeah, we got the, all the foundational minerals and you got the fulvic acid to pull out the heavy metals, so we're, we're rocking.
0: <laughs> Shilajit is, is a really fascinating, fascinating health food, if you would call it that, or supplement, because it's kind of, I guess, in between those two. It's a, it's a mineral complex. It's just earth. You were telling me before that it's dug up from deep within the Himalayan mountains.
1: Yeah, it's different mountain ranges. Originally in the Himalayas, it's Ayurvedic, ancient Ayurvedic technology, basically. And um, it's actually at the root of Ayurveda. It increases all the nutrient absorption and um, chelates heavy metals, remineralizes the body. And as we'll get into, minerals are really the foundation of all the aspects of our body work. So. Why do you think that is? Well, the minerals run the show, so they... Every enzyme, every hormone in the body is is dependent on different minerals. So there's really no function in the body that will operate without a proper amount of minerals in the body. So, um, yeah, like there's a famous quote from Linus Pauling. He's a Stanford researcher and he said, uh, um, you can trace every sickness and every disease back to a mineral deficiency. And basically that's because uh, the mineral content in our body is more important than any vitamin content or... Uh, macronutrients it's like without the
0: minerals the body just does not function so sometimes i i think about health, health in general it, it's wild how there are these vitamins and minerals i don't know say there's 33 there's just a whole bunch of them and we've got to just get them uh, you know in certain amounts on a regular basis otherwise we just fail to function and fall apart yeah. so what, that it's it's that part is is really bizarre i think from the from the modern standpoint where We have you know we kind of just have a selection of them in these like isolated forms but you think like back in time how we evolved they must have just been present in the environments just kind of naturally
1: yeah i mean we're modern i think that's a big part of my basically thesis about why we're so sick today is um especially regarding minerals i mean we were just in in nature we were immersed in spring water we were i mean drinking spring water we were bathing in spring water we were getting in hot springs Um, The food was incredibly minerally rich. Nowadays, the soil is completely shot, you know, the, even like the healthiest food is still mineral deficient. Um, And now we've got all the EMF stress, which is ripping our minerals out left and right along with glyphosate and just like a whole long list of things. And, um, also heavy metals, which are direct antagonists to the mineral system. So we're pretty radically depleted nowadays. And if you're not, you know, intentional with your mineralization of your body, then, you know, nothing, <laughs> you are going to fall apart, and that's why we see what we see in uh, the health world today, so um, yeah, it's, it is fascinating, and it goes pretty deep as to why we're so deficient.
0: When I think about what you just said, I, I agree completely, especially on the piece about the, the soil is the one that caught my attention, where now we're not living in harmony with a cycle of nature, and detachment from that has led to this severe depletion in our food system starting with the soil it's almost as if mother nature has this mechanism built in where if you aren't living in harmony and respecting the entire process holistically there are consequences to be paid yeah
1: absolutely i mean if we kind of look at the hermetic principle as within so without we you know we're stripping the earth of all of its precious minerals we're you know monocrop farming which strips the minerals heavily and then we look, I mean, it's just pretty pragmatic, you know, the food we eat is what we become, so, like, if we're eating mineral depleted food, we become mineral depleted as human beings, so, um, I mean, yeah, my perspective on really what the minerals do in the earth is it's like the electrical communication, you know, we're basically like a crystal being, (laughs) like, the earth is made of all these unique crystals, and it's like a radio that connects everything to itself, so, um, just as the earth has become super depleted, and, stripped of minerals we also have so yeah it's kind of the the beauty and also the hard teacher of like if you're not going to live in coherence with me and you're gonna you know strip me then you will become sick and sickly and that's kind of what we're seeing
0: it is yeah it is sad but true and the cool thing is that we are becoming aware of this more and more people every day and it's thanks to people like you who are, who are doing the deep work doing the research and sharing doing the creative act to put it out in, a, in the world in a compelling way you wrote a book called heavy metals and minerals is that the title Yeah, heavy metal and mineral handbook yes it's great i i read the thing it's short and, it, and it's dense it's it's impactful so you're not going to be like wading through pages and pages of, of fluff and you know nonsense it's yeah. like this is what you need to know about heavy metals And about minerals and and how to apply it in your life in a way that that will have results. I know that from my own perspective, having more salt has been really impactful to to get more minerals, especially good, good quality salt, which is something that is sort of counter narrative. You know, people say salt is bad, but I think we both know that a good quality salt has hundreds of minerals in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least 80, 84 usually trace minerals.
0: And then swimming in the ocean is another big one. Like like you said, wild wild water is, is really mineral dense and it absorbs through our skin. And that's a really powerful way to access a variety of minerals as well as different bacteria and um, negative, negative ions. Does the mineral system interplay with our redox at all, with, with the um, electrons and, and the ions?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the electromagnetic nature of our body is really rooted in the mineralization. I mean, as I mentioned, the... Basically, the radio, you know, like radios are made of crystals of minerals of basically elements. So, um, the way our body transmits frequencies through the body is all rooted in our ability to have minerals. And um, yeah, I mean, so basically, that's also another huge piece of why we're so mineral deficient is because of the EMF stress, which is, you know, reducing everyone's redox. And, you know, we're basically electrically deficient. So, you know, the body can't produce the electricity necessary without the minerals because they are, like in a battery, they are the, the catalyst. They are the the way in which the electricity is sent from cell to cell. You know, you have like the calcium bolted voltage gated channels and those are heavily disrupted through EMF. So the EMF situation is a huge thing to fix
0: if you want to realign your minerals in your body. So this is some deep stuff and it's so widespread living in a city. It's, it's so difficult to do anything about it because it's like kind of everywhere. Um, Especially with the 5g and, and it's also shrouded in conspiratorial sort of I guess like a stain, you know, where it's sort of written off and, and made to seem sort of flippant when in reality, you there, there's this book I think called The Invisible Rainbow, which which dives deep into outbreaks and pandemics and, and, and widespread illnesses as we've ratcheted up the amount of radio frequencies that we're exposed to as a population. And they seem to align um, quite quite well to show a real strong correlation to the more and more electromagnetic stress that we are are undertaking the the lower and lower our vitality is collectively and it's a tough one because like what what can we do about it right
1: I mean I think there's a lot of pragmatic approaches you know just I mean everyone's not everyone but a lot of people are aware of grounding and getting out nature as much as you can Um, I think it's really about balance you know it's like we like there's benefits to living in the modern world, you know, like we wouldn't have connected if it wasn't for technology and social media and the things that EMF does bring us. So we have to just, to me, it's like kind of harmonizing the mind of seeing the benefits. I think there's a huge piece of it. Um, not getting upset about the reality we live in, just seeing it harmonizing it within yourself. And then also being pragmatic grounding to the earth. You know, that's really like the main way I think we can simplify looking at the body and health is like electromagnetism, minerals, light, um, really just getting back to the funda- fundamentals, you know, getting the body what it needs as far as light, circadian biology, minerals, and, um, yeah, have a proper EMF situation. And it's really, you know, I mean, you want to like, not sleep next to your Wi-Fi router. You want to turn your phone off at night. You know, you want to not sleep too close to the to the wall where the electrical outlets are, all those kinds of things. Um, but other than that, you know, it's like control you can control. And then, you know, get some devices if necessary. There's a lot of good stuff out there. I like biogeometry. I like... EMF rocks, it's a, they're basically grounding, grounding bags. And yeah, get out in nature, put your feet on the earth, get in the ocean. Yeah, you get all those negative ions and it'll basically offset. And you can also basically EMFs give like, we can get a hormetic effect so we can adapt to living
0: in this world that we live in, as opposed to just hiding from it. It's a great plan, a great protocol, a great set of strategies to mitigate something that really can be secretly, insidiously deleterious to our health wellness and and vitality and while you're talking i had i had this image of like what what is the highest state of man in your perception like what has been your experience as you've gone through these practices and up-leveled your health how did it change the way that you face interface with with the world
1: right yeah i mean i think that's what's fascinating about starting to see the body as like electromagnetic as electrical as 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 an energy system as opposed to this you know we kind of been sold a, a bill of goods about a chemical issue like you were born with you know serotonin deficiency or you know whatever the kind of narrative is so to me it's like i think we've forgotten how powerful we can be and how healthy and how vital and how yeah how strong we can be so to me that's been the journey is like really remembering and experiencing greater aspects of vitality, consciousness, understanding the vast nature of what we can do with our beings. And, you know, we've definitely been programmed in a world that, you know, tries to say that we're, you know, powerless and not, you know, d- don't have access to the reality that we do. So it's been fascinating to unfold that. And to me, there's a huge um, aspect of, you know, not to get conspiratorial, but <laughs> on the, you know, spiritual side of things, there's a, there's a frequency and resonance of heavy metals in the body that are very dull and it can slow the vibration of, you know, energy and frequency through the body. So, you know, on a pragmatic level that inhibits someone's ability to be conscious and to, you know, awaken to the truth of who they are. So I think to me detoxing the heavy metals and remineralizing the body is not just a physical approach. It's actually expanding someone's ability to, um, yeah, inhabit their little energetic vehicle. So, And to the best degree that they can and
0: to expand in the way that they are meant to, in my opinion. I think that's a powerful take on it when we understand the body as these electro sort of crystalline structures that have this short window of time to be able to express ourselves and experience life. And it seems like we probably have some sort of purpose or mission or journey or definitely do <laughs> we, we definitely do and and in order to access that through a deep sort of soul level that in my experience only kind of came online once i got things aligned once i got things in order like like you said that that duller frequency of, of being mired and and bogged down by toxicity really does interfere with what kind of feels like a, a radio antenna where i'm mm-hmm. not getting a very good signal from source,
1: right? I mean, it's pretty famous to talk about the pineal gland, you know, in spiritual communities and you know spiritual talk. But there's some really, you know, just that in general, that gland, but also the whole body being like this, like you said, this electrocrystalline. I love that term actually, electrocrystalline structure, um, and. And you know, it is literally like a radio receiver, you know, people that can see clairvoyantly the pineal gland is like a crystalline radio receiver of frequency and we can attune to different aspects of consciousness. And, you know, from that place, it's like you can kind of see why that would you'd want to poison that system if you <laughs> want to control people. So um, I think there's no you know question as to why. You know, we're getting poisoned with the metals at a very young age through different medical treatments and aspects of reality being, you know, stripped of these really precious minerals that actually if you look at things like Ormus and um, things like gold and different elements that have been used in alchemy for a long time, they actually have direct benefits. The pineal gland and different like aspects of the brain, like, you know, they all affect different aspects. So um, I think there's really no separation into looking at how the elements can actually directly expand our, our being.
0: That's a fascinating look at this through the lens of alchemy using gold. And if you think about what alchemy is, how to turn things into gold, a lot of us are kind of seeking that in a way. Mm -hmm. We're wanting to be able to take our life, whatever station we're on, and improve that, turn it to a shinier object. You know, we want to manifest is like a popular term for that, but we also want to kind of create a better reality especially this time of year it's we're nearing the end of 2022 going on to a, a new annual cycle and i think a lot of us have our sights set on reaching higher digging deeper giving more back to society and creating a, a more powerful life for ourselves and our, and our loved ones do you have a certain vision or goal that you kind of have in mind not like a resolution <laughs> for the year but just i guess in general in life
1: yeah i mean i always root myself in and- you know, basically like thy will be done. Like I believe I have a plan and a purpose that comes from source from God. And, um, ultimately that's my highest focus. And, um, from that place, yeah, I've got, you know, pragmatic visions. I'm, you know, putting out a mineral supplement here early 2023. So that's a, it's a big next step for my business. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a big part I'm start, I'm going to start my own podcast as well. In 2023, it's another goal. So I've got some pragmatic ones. And then I was, as I have learned from my experience, uh, it never happens. I, would, I think it's going to unfold and the magic, you know, kind of brings experiences and people into my life that opens up doors that I can't probably see right now. But I do believe 2023 is going to be a big year for of expansion and success. And I'm very excited to uh,
0: see what comes about. Amen. <laughs> and you're training with, with Paul Cech right now, right? Correct. That I've learned if anyone is un- unfamiliar with Paul Cech, in my mind, he's really the the best source for for health and wellness information because it's it's very widespread it's very deeply rooted and and the way that he presents it is is entertaining i enjoy it he's he's a great guy have you met with him directly
1: yeah i've been to his house a couple times for his uh uh, what does he call him Uh, zen in the garden like rock stacking workshop so i met him a couple times and then like through my courses uh angie his wife or one of his wives you know Paul's kind of, <laughs> you know, Paul um, has been my instructor, so I've met both of his wives and got a great, you know, his young kids are awesome, and Paul's, you know, like Yoda, he's uh, he's a legend, so um, learned a ton and super grateful for it, and yeah, he's great, you know, just like very pragmatic, you know, makes health very simple, I think, and I think that's super important in a world that can make it very complicated and learning how to help people tune back into themselves and what they actually need and not based on some dogma, so...
0: Yes, that's that's a great way to put it. A lot of these voices in the health space are ultimately selling things like supplements, and you know, think about someone like like Ben Greenfield, for example, or Dave Asprey are, are two examples that come to mind. They have like these large platforms, but ultimately, at the end of the day, they have businesses that they're running that are kind of selling these things that they are saying are amazing for health. And yeah, that that that's one of the the problems with good quality health information when tuning in is is really such a impactful way a lot of people don't realize they have access to this intuition but it also seems like what you're describing there may be a reason why that message doesn't resonate as much because people may not really have access to that inner compass if their system is discombobulated right
1: totally um yeah and i think I think Paul used to be really kind of more anti-supplement, just more like natural living can get everyone where they need to be. And I think in a perfect situation that could be possible, but my research with minerals, especially is even if you're living the perfect lifestyle and right now, I think everyone's going to be mineral depleted. So I think there has to be some level of focus on supplementation. Um, so it's been interesting to watch that evolution with Paul, you know, having more supplement you know, sponsors on the podcast and seeing that, you know, with really high quality supplements only, Um, so I think it's fair to, you know, understand the supplements have a really unique and needed place in our current world with all the toxicity that we've spoken about. Um, but yeah, I do, uh, I think it's really one of the best things that someone can get from someone or a teacher or any experience is to tap back into the, their own inner compass. You know, we're talking about their own, you know, radio receiver to God. Like we all have this unique perspective and unique frequency that if if tapped into it's, the full, you know, manifestation of us, which is, you know, the golden self that we're talking about, the alchemized self, when we take everything we've experienced and all of our health challenges and become the, the full expression of who we're meant to become. So I think that's, that's the journey.
0: And how'd you get on this journey yourself? You're a young, young guy, 23, you said you recently moved out here to California from Colorado. What was that journey like? How'd, how'd you end up here?
1: Yeah, it was... You know, I grew up in Colorado. I went to Boulder for a year of school and through, you know, many different, you know, stressors that kind of initiated a proper dark night of the soul. I really took a deep dive into myself and my own unconscious. And I had a whole, you know, summer where there's like sleep was just not happening. And, you know, the reality got a bit slippery and I really saw like the depths of the medical system and, you know, trying to get medicate people, trying to medicate me. And, all these things, it was a very challenging experience. Um, and it ultimately kind of fully confirmed what my intuition was most of my life, which is that this, you know, reality we're participating in is not the truth. And yeah, it was it was a radical <laughs> experience that I wouldn't change for a thing. And um, yeah, it really took me down a deep dive. You know, I got into Paul Jack's work. Uh, I, really got, I really took a deep dive into parasites, gut health, understanding how the physiological components can control the mind. Um, So that gave me a bit of freedom from the belief that, you know, we're kind of instilled with that it's all in your head and that it's all just whatever, as opposed to like, actually we're poisoned with a lot of (laughs) shit and that can actually really affect our minds and our consciousness. So it really helped uh, me not identify with what I had experienced and seeing that it was actually just for a greater purpose. So I could see, you know, what a lot of people go through and what a lot of people, the spell that people are under and the spell that I was under as a, you know, the same, (laughs) in the same living in the same reality. So Uh, It was definitely a a proper experience that woke me up to a lot of things, and I moved out to California and really just took a deep dive into studying all this stuff and my own healing journey, and it has definitely not slowed down. (laughs) It's just only accelerated, and the the timelines keep, keep doing so, so it's exciting to watch it unfold and continue to play
0: my part. It's crazy. It's crazy how these deep, dark nights of the soul, these rock bottoms, can lead to... Unparalleled dissension. If approached in, in the right way, I know so many people hit rock bottom or, or hit that darkness, and they and they stay down there. They they, they get stuck in the suffering and are and and unable to find the way out, or maybe on some level enjoy being down there. You think a lot of that has to do with parasites and, and heavy metals, or is there? something else to it is it that simple or is there maybe like something to say oh it's it's just your dharma to kind of struggle and and suffer without any kind of initiative i guess what i'm getting at is it seems like the the problem you're outlining the fact that we're all being there's massive amounts of poisons being pumped into the mainstream where a lot of people are swimming like we we need something like a mass awakening for, for everyone just to be like I've had enough of this suffering. Like, I want to do something about it. I'm going to take steps to heal, get these heavy metals out of the system, get more minerals, you know, minimize the EMF, eat good quality food grown in the best soils that, that can be afforded. Is that, is that a possibility that that you foresee? Is that something that, that could be a reality that that will all be living in someday?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think like to go back to the beginning, it's like, um, I think it's not as simple as, you know, the heavy metals and the parasites are the only, you know, factor in someone's dysfunction. Um, from my understanding, they're actually like basically the energetic imprint of, you know, in my belief that ever we chose to come here, we chose everything that we're going to experience. Um, on some level, you know, it's like chosen for us, you know, we're kind of in that conscious co-creation, so um to some degree the the parasites and the heavy metals are kind of an energetic manifestation of you know what maybe some people call our karma or like are things that we kind of have to go through the dense dark experiences those are to me they're like energetic so on the energetic level that's what they're connected to is our our necessity to go into the darkness and to go into the dark night of the soul and to overcome and you know alchemize that experience so to me on the energetic level that's there but also you know to be pragmatic like parasites and heavy metals in the body cause a lot of inflammation. They, you know, can really screw up your neurology and your neurochemistry. So, you know, your sleep and all these things like, you know, I don't care how conscious and healthy you are like a couple of bad nights of sleep and you're not feeling too hot. So, um, you know, so that's, I think it's important to remember as much as this is all very complex and spiritual and energetic, there are just pragmatic physiological functions that we have to be aware of. And I think that's super important. Um, and yeah, I, I really totally believe that we can live in a harmonious reality where we also integrate technology into a world that's, you know, you know, growing and still, you know, I think some people get caught up in, oh, we just need to go back to the caveman days and, you know, live in nature. And, and I think there's like a lot of beauty that we need to take and remember and learn from and understand how to get back into harmony with nature. But at the same time, technology is is a great thing and we're we're striving to integrate it further. So that's things like biogeometry and these people that are, you know, looking at, you know, excuse me, how we can integrate technology with the future that's, you know, like a quote unquote golden age. Like, can we, you know, really, you know, like to me, like, what history have we been told? Like, maybe the technology we have now isn't even the most advanced technology that we've tapped into as, you know, human beings. So I think remembering those things, ancient technologies coming back online through us waking up, being conscious, I think, I think what's to come is better than we can imagine. That's my optimistic self. And that's a piece actually that I believe is, is true. So I'm excited to see it unfold. I think we can get back into harmony with nature. And I think all these pieces, you know, detoxing, remineralizing, getting healthy, waking up, connecting in community. I think
0: it's all big, big part of it. Absolutely. It's so important to have a compelling vision right, right now. It's like, Oh, we're going to put a man on Mars. Like that's, that's like, it seems to be that's the collective vision, which is kind of goofy to me because, well, earth is just like, disintegrating before our eyes in the sense where obesity is on the rise every year like every degenerative disease is on the rise every year no one's doing anything about it and the biggest voices are like saying let's explore space well there's you know nothing out there as far as we can tell there's nothing interesting really it's just like it's nothing and then yeah like like you said and I just finished watching um Ancient Apocalypse, grand Cox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix series. I've read all his books, and there are clearly things that our ancestors did twenty thousand years ago that we couldn't even begin to figure out now. And there are certainly technologies that are likely within the human consciousness that are next level, something something that be truly amazing and and will be a part of, of a golden age once we figure out how to access them probably has something to do with community, probably has something to do with uh, connection with water and with nature and harmonizing to this this frequency that you're talking about. As as goofy as that may sound for someone who's not already thought about these kinds of things, but there is clearly more to life and to the future than has been presented to us. And I think another big part of that could be something like, Psychedelics, like there, there are all these these compounds that are now starting to be used that are helping people to awaken to uh, another potential reality, to be able to think outside of the mainstream ideas that have been hammered down our throats since we were first put in school at five years old, and it's all we've ever known. I know personally, I had some great experiences with LSD, with psilocybin mushrooms, and it was a way to sort of break the mold and, and help me kind of look at things in a different angle, look at myself. Through a new lens and develop new habits and routines. Have you had positive experiences with these things?
1: Um, yeah, I have. I've definitely experienced uh, most of psilocybin. Never done LSD. Um, I did a, actually did a ketamine thing once. Uh, I had a, my mom's friend is like a more holistic oriented psychiatrist, and it wasn't because I was going through a hard time. I just was like curious about what was going on with that reality. And to me, that's a little. I get questionable when pharmaceutical companies and the medical industry is getting involved. Did have a positive experience personally. I was already very much kind of on my path, very centered in myself. So could kind of like, you know, live in that experience and uh, psilocybin, you know, powerful, powerful compound. I think it's like an ancient teacher remembering tool. Um, I think, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think there's a lot of potential danger in them if not used properly. And I think there's a, a lot of necessity to not just promote them as panaceas because you know for some people they can be you know not the the proper path and um but yeah i think when done properly they can really you know awaken people to you know just or an aspect of like wow like we've you know break like you said breaking out of that mold like getting out of this like finite reality that's been, you know, like maybe stuck in thought loops and just like breaking that and like seeing, wow, there's so much more to life, to my being, to the truth of what's going on here. Um, back to Like part of what you said, Rudolf Steiner said, um, man will either recognize that all technologies they're trying to create outside of themselves. Uh, are only a mere copy of something that's more advanced within themselves. The question is whether they'll destroy themselves <laughs> first before they realize that. And I think that's where we're at. I think, and I think the psilocybin, those types of things, um, even things like ormus minerals, like they can really awaken consciousness and really like activate these powerful, you know, powers that exist within us as human beings and this, you know, really vast, um, yeah, interdimensional. Consciousness that we inhabit in human form and yeah, I think to the degree we keep awakening to that and you know in the proper ways that you know are in What I would say in accordance with the divine will not a distorted reality then we will we will see what we're meant to see You know, what was ultimately the original vision for us as human beings
0: Great (laughs) ref, I'm on board (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad (laughs) It seems like, yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't recommend LSD for anyone. Anyone listening, um, that seems um, not great personally. It was really long, and came with too many consequences in terms of my thought structure after that. The way that my mind worked, psilocybin seems much more harmonious with the experience that it presented. It's also a lot shorter in duration. It's, it's interesting thinking about going back in time how man developed this consciousness that we have we're so different from the other animals and it seems like mushrooms probably played a role in that and i think that's the stoned ape theory by Terrence mckenna where they likely were just animals like any other animal and then ate some mushrooms and started to have some funky visions which probably led to eating meat and organs organs primarily over fire right like Hey, we can you know combine these two things. Likely, we maybe got that creative idea from a mushroom, and then that led to more cognitive capacity, which which you know led us here today. That's a that's a possibility, or something like you know, aliens came out of the sky and injected with some sort of DNA. Who knows? Who knows? None of us were there, but we we got some clues. You know.
1: Well, you don't think you were there, but maybe you were. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think our past is much more interesting than we've been told for sure and uh i think we're we're definitely like a a complex uh, marriage of what is vast and spiritual and also comes from the earth so i think that's also why i love about the minerals is in my opinion they as we come from spirit in my opinion and are made of earth they're the minerals are like this connection point of spirit and matter so um they're like i guess manifested energies which is you know spirit in 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 form So as we are also, and we are made of the earth. So it's, it's exciting to see the, the, the beauty of, um, that, that aspect. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's, it's, I think we do know on a deep level what, where we come from. And I think that's part of the remembering is part of that, like same Graham Hancock, you know, that kind of vibe. Uh, I think if you don't know where you came from, it's hard to know where you're going. I think someone said that, but I, don't know who to say, so who, who co- <laughs> can't quote them, but um, I do think it's important to remember that we have a divine origin, in my opinion, and, um you know, things like the Bible and uh, other aspects of, you know, spiritual text point towards that, and if you look back, you know, like, definitely mushrooms and all these things were probably, you know, how the, quote-unquote, the gods spoke to humans, and, like, we're definitely on a path of, in my opinion, becoming god-men, you know, like, this is, it's not a airy-fairy, luciferic thing, it's just a, we are made in the image of God. So like we are to, it's almost our responsibility is to become that powerful and to become, you know, the truth of who we are. And I think that's, that's the path. And to walk the path is not for, I mean, it is for everyone at some point, but it is not for the faint of heart and it is a difficult one. So, um, you know, having vigilance and awareness and cultivating real deep concentration and focus on the path is of the utmost importance. So the psilocybin experience can be, you know, a powerful reawakening and remembering, but from that, it's like, you got to do the work you got to step up, show up in meditation, show up in your physical practice, detoxify your body, you know, uh, really devote yourself to the spiritual life because it's, it's, um, it's maybe a game, but it's a serious game. So, you know, you got to do your part as a player and it's, um, ultimately it's the greatest gift. So to remember that and step into that reality and, you know, seeing all the synchronicities and how everything is, Put together and the divine unfolding of god's plan for you is quite exciting at least to me it is so um yeah anyways that was quite a riff but
0: (laughs) that was awesome yes this this is a very clear perception that you have of the the path that that you mentioned that we all have the opportunity and the gift to be able to to walk along the challenging path the ups and the downs so much better than refusing the call because at least that way your suffering has meaning. You know, you're, you're moving towards something that is in your mind's eye, your, your purpose, your vision, your highest calling. It gives, it gives everything a little bit more energy. And and this is detailed pretty clearly in Man's Search for Meaning, a book by Viktor Frankl about how some of the survivors and, and the, People who were subjected to concentration camps like Auschwitz, the ones who had the most positive mentality were the ones who had a meaning for turning that suffering into something that could be described as as positive energy, and, and that's really the essence of, of alchemy. And a lot of what we're talking about turning turning suffering into 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 gold, in at least the closest that you can get to it, turning it into something that is better than what it was before which which really is a powerful purpose to have and i really enjoyed that perspective you shared about us being elements of the earth you know we're where incarnated part of this planet and then the minerals are this matrix that make up our body mind and once you i'm imagining a crystalline structure with you know let's say 33 points where you've got each of those minerals online how many how many would you say essential minerals are there that you kind of have have in mind to, to get each day? Or well,
1: like, I mean, there's like, you know, a hundred and some trace elements that we're, you know, our body needs on some level. So that's where it goes back to alchemy. It's all about ratios. It's all about balance. You know, there's like the main ones that I focus on as far as like, you know, supplementing and kind of focusing on because they have unique, you know, properties that de- detoxify heavy metals like boron, iodine, copper, zinc, chromium, uh, magnesium, sil- silica, sulfur. Those are kind of like the main ones that I would like, I would separate as like a thing that's maybe like you can individualize and focus on. But other other than that, it's like, you know, getting in the waters, getting proper sea salts and shilajit. Those are really how you're going to get like the full spectrum trace element and the proper balances.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And I read this book recently, Eat Like a Human by Dr. Bill Schindler. He was a a recent guest on, on this podcast and he was talking about eating earth. And mm-hmm. eating ash, and a lot of these interesting ways that our ancestors would go about getting these minerals, yes. something that is completely not a part of our society. There's, there's even this one doctor who would cultivate the soil around her home and then add it to her meals. But You don't see too many people doing that these days. No,
1: not at all. I mean, that's like a lot of kids even intuitively will go out and eat earth. Like they just, it's you know, it's like when that we were like, Oh, that's, you know, that's not clean. You know, you can't do that. You gotta, you know, be completely sanitized, but you know, let me give you these antibiotics and these vaccines and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's like <laughs> when in reality in nature, it's like, yeah, like you eat the earth You're you know, you're in the earth, you're, you know, your hands are in it, you're gardening, like your bare feet, like breathing it all in. Um, it's fascinating, like, the polarity of what we've come to. It's like, what? Like, where, how do we get here? But um, yeah. it is. it also just points to true north at the same time. When you see, like, the illusion, that's the beauty of the illusion, is it shows the truth very clearly. So, um, you know, the devil you know is better than the one you don't know. So it's like we're, the devil's planned pretty, his hand pretty clear here. So it's uh, it's pretty easy to see nowadays. So, um, yeah, I think waking up and seeing that and, you getting back to those those yeah it's fascinating even things like you know the clays and um, you know things like zeolite which a lot of people take to detox heavy metals which I think is good as long as you get a good source i um, unplug alpha vedic here one of my favorite companies for minerals and heavy metal detox supplements um, but like zeolites you know it's basically volcanic ash that's where it comes from so you know things like that it's that's those are nature's way of fixing this system in our in our body so it's good to get back to that
0: it's crazy to think that anybody figured that out in the begin with. I, There must have just been a lot of intuition going on back then. It must have just been on a whole other level from what we can imagine. Even way back, hunters, I bet they were so tapped into nature, they just kind of could really sense where the herds were going, like miles away, probably without even any direct senses. Um, I imagine they must have been really, really connected and tapped in. We're all injected with vaccines when we're born, a lot of them, and those come along with heavy metals. And then all the, the foods that we eat and the air that we breathe and, and the water that we drink are, have been impacting us to, to a pretty heavy degree. Not to mention the fact that we're not out living way, ways that, that our ancestors were living. How, have, you, have you done any like hunting at all or, or deep nature experiences to kind of re back into that part of, of uh, deep time?
1: Yeah, I did a, I did a, I don't know if people are familiar, but I did sacred hunting with Monsel Denton in Austin. Like, I was like a June of 2021. It was a great experience. Um, yeah, it was, it was the first time I had ever taken the life of an animal, and it was like the same day I did a psilocybin experience. So it was really intense. I shed a lot of tears. It was, like, powerful, you know, to, like, have that experience. Um, so, you know, that's, like, a visceral reality in me that, you know, when I eat, you know, animal foods, it's like, wow, like that means a lot. So, you know, I think a lot of people have lost that reverence for, um, you know, cause it's like a lot of people take the spiritual route of like needing to be vegetarian or vegan. It's like, you know, I understand to some degree, but I think we can really be, uh, have reverence and be spiritual about eating animals as well. I think that's a big piece of getting back to like harmony is like regenerative agriculture and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, yeah, I also, back to what you're saying as well. I, I was just listening to a podcast, Doria Kareem, who's uh, this daughter of Ibrahim Kareem, who created biogeometry, what I was speaking about with the EMF technology. Um, yeah, she's speaking about how we've gone from like, I believe the the right brain to the left brain. And like we used to be much more attuned to the creative mind. Um, and now we're, you know, very much in the analytical. We don't see, we're just very linear. We don't really see the, which is, you know, the right brain, like the feeling and the intuition and the spirit and all these things. So, I think there's a <laughs> I think we've gotten a lot of balance. I need to get back to a little bit more of that intuition. I think we definitely used to have much more online and you know, not to say right or wrong we're on an evolution and like it's everything has to kinda of come out of balance, come back into balance to evolve. Um but yeah, I definitely also believe that you know, our ancestors were definitely much more tapped into a lot more than we we're seeing um all the time. So
0: That's a wild day psilocybin so, so trip and And which one came first <laughs>
1: uh psilocybin so so first and then that evening was when i we hunt it was like in the morning so you know they were there i wasn't still you know on it but i was it was still in my system so i was pretty raw and i don't get a lot of visions i'm very like kinesthetic so i feel a lot and um it was yeah it was freaking powerful i mean i'm definitely like a energetically sensitive being so it's like whoa i just like <laughs> took a life of another being like it's holy cow that's like and i just was like yeah. On my knees crying for a bit. And like a lot of the guys on the trip were kind of like, you know, a little more macho about it. And I was like, just fucking a mess, you know? And I was like, damn. Um, but yeah, it was which I think is a good thing. You know, I yeah. learned to love that, that piece of me that, that feels everything so deeply. And yeah, I think that's also getting back to that as even as men, you know, like can be macho and masculine and powerful and also be deeply, you know, energetically sensitive and feel everything. And I think that's the balance we need to come back into because all this, you know, bullshit, toxic masculinity is not, it's just a manifestation of the fact that we're out of balance as human beings. And um, and then we get all this, you know, we don't need to go down the gender (laughs) rabbit hole, but you know, (laughs) we're in, we're in a funky place right now. So I don't know how I got there, but I guess I was meant to say it in some level. But yeah, anyways, that's, that's what happened on the trip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. What a day. So did you, um, did you guys like eat the organs kind of fresh from the, from the hunt, fresh from the kill?
1: Um, yeah, I didn't, we didn't do any raw organs. They were like, we were supposed to hunt a deer, but it was ended up, um, it was when there was like those big storms in Austin. So we had to go a little further South and we ended up only hunting the wild hogs and javelina. Um, I forget exactly. I don't remember being super appealed to eating the raw organs of that animal. Um, but we definitely ate them and cooked them that night and all that good stuff. So, and they sent us all the meat home. So I got the meat at home and stuff. So that was nice. And um, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, yeah, highly recommend getting, and then, you know, nature, I mean, I've done, gone out and done, you know, three, five day fasts in nature, just to fully immersing myself and connecting to God and all the elements, so that's also been, I think, a really powerful thing for people if, you know, they're kind of stuck in a rut, you know, to get back and do something kind of radical like that, and I think we kind of need those, like, radical initiations to step out of this, like, matrix that we've been programmed into, Um, so, yeah, couldn't recommend enough those kind of experiences when done properly. (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly,
0: yeah, I I would love to do a fast in in nature, so far, it's, I've always had to, I've been, like, working while I've done them, but there, there are a lot of corollaries between a psychedelic trip and and a fasting trip, especially once you get to that four and five days, like the clarity is just unreal. It's so nice. I can only imagine what it would have been like not having to work and just being kind of meditating out, you know, in the forest by a stream near the ocean. It's, that's a really accessible way that people can break the rut. And I think movement practice is another one, like Mm -hmm. really pushing yourself um, physically. Do you have a movement practice or a fitness routine? I mean, you clearly do, but what is, what is the, (laughs) Way that you like to approach that?
1: Yeah, I've um, I've been lifting weights, you know, uh, for since I was probably I don't know, seventeen or eighteen. More like I don't know. I guess you call bodybuilding style. Um, I played a lot of basketball in high school, and so it was a lot more like plyometrics and uh, training, cross training for that. And then after I was done playing basketballs, I, I got really much more into you know kind of training for to feel good and aesthetics, and you know not to be. I had a lot of injuries, so I was like kind of tired of like feeling my body in pain. So um, yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Got into Paul check stuff. Got a little bit more into, like, functional training. Uh, I keep it pretty simple. Like, you know, I do a lot of the main lifts, like, deadlift, squat, uh, you know, push-pull, you know, of, make sure I'm, like, really integrating my core as well. Like, a lot of twist movements. And, um, you know, Paul's, like, the Swiss ball machine, so i have <laughs> definitely nowhere close to his level, but I like using that a little bit as well. Just, you know, being creative in the gym and, you know, trying to, like be intuitive but also like I kind of follow that program of the main lifts and then using accessories and yeah it's been been a good journey it's definitely a huge part of my life and you know it's just undeniable what exercise does for every aspect of our bodies and you know that that's for me it's mostly just lifting and then I love to hike and walk barefoot on the beach and um I don't do a whole lot of running or sprinting anymore but uh yeah it's that's most of what I what I do keep it pretty simple
0: nice yeah that's I don't know how people don't have some sort of fitness routine or movement practice. I go crazy if it's like 3 3 days is pushing if it's like 3 days where I'm not able to do something like that, I start to go kind of completely insane. So Yeah.
1: Well, your 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 movement and calisthenics is pretty next level. So that that's uh I got it. You got to get me on that level.
0: Thanks, we we'll have to we we'll have to go share some movement sometime. And I know it was a little rainy in LA today, which is out of character this place, but we had some plans to get on the muscle beach that another time. So we'll we'll get, we'll get down there and, and explore some movement. Definitely one of the more fun ways to another, I think honestly, this is another way that I think that I've been developing is, is I've never done Tai Chi or Qigong, but there is a way similar to meditation to access these flow states that are, are deep inward connection and presence through movement. Um, and, I think it can be done in the gym, but I find a much more difficulty doing it inside. I I find a much better which I don't know, it makes sense that we'd have a better connection to source outside, but I don't always want to run or sprint. So finding other ways to move my body out in nature that's not running or sprinting is kind of an untapped sort of dot structure, weirdly in, in the human race. Like there's Erwan Lacor has natural movement, but that's a lot of that is is also kind of requires equipment or structures to like climb and and do things so I've been playing around with integrating sort of calisthenics yoga sort of what I would perceive to be Tai Chi or Chi Gong just like moving around and it's I've had a lot of fun doing that and, and a ton of alleviation of just like mental suffering and being able to connect with creativity I have a lot of great thoughts when I do stuff like that so it's something I hope to be sharing more about and creating more about um, in the coming seasons
1: very cool yeah just recently um I mean Paul check's a huge Tai Chi Qigong advocate so I've tapped in a little bit through that but then just recently I've uh, met a Qigong teacher it's quite a quite a master so it's I've been getting downloaded on that level and it's been fascinating uh, it's it's powerful you know just simple like the breath and you know connection like even just like these unique eye connections with people if you're doing the Qigong together it's like you can really sync with people on a really deep level and um, yeah, I think qigong's it's, really, I mean, it's become now part of my practice, you know, just these really simple breathing and movement patterns married together. And it's fascinating what you can start to feel come online, I think. Um, yeah, I couldn't recommend. I think that, you know, Paul check always talks about working in is, is important to working out. And I think, you know, so many people in the health world are very yang, very, like, you know, exerted and they need to go inward, you know. So Qigong, yoga, breathing, walking in nature, keeping it you know a little more low-key sometimes I think is actually more beneficial. And even on a hormonal level, yeah, it actually will make you more anabolic because you're not going to be overtrained and all that good stuff. So, yeah, couldn't recommend some Qigong enough.
0: Perfect. I'll, I'll teach you some crazy calisthenics moves and, and you teach me some Qigong and we'll integrate practices.
1: <laughs> Great. That sounds like a beautiful, beautiful experience.
0: Well, man, this has been this has been a powerful Podcast we're nearing nearing the moment where we'll we'll press the stop button is is there anything that has come in your mind that that we sort of any stones left uncovered or in any other direction that you'd like to to go oh uh, man
1: I think we've you know we've covered a lot on the mineral and heavy metal region the e m f s you know the spirit aspect or you know our past as you know this vast reality that we come from and live in now and yeah i'm i feel quite fulfilled uh, you know open to any other directions you want to take it
0: awesome well i'll i'll leave it with a random question that comes to mind from from a moment of silence let's see what we got right you see yourself in in five years it's it's 20 what's going on
1: what's going on man um let me just project my consciousness to 2027 and see what I see. Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, I think anyone with eyes to see knows that we're going to see some pretty crazy shifts in reality. Um, so to me, I believe we'll be, you know, it's, I think if anyone can kind of tap into their inner guidance and knowing that like, we'll be incredibly guided in these times that we're going to experience. And I think that, um, yeah, there's I think there's a lot of fear that goes on around you know you know whatever's gonna happen the oligarchs and the cabal and all this crazy shit and it's like let's just like have some laughs let's like play our role we'll be guided uh, for me that's what I see like i just I think it's gonna be a fun fun role I'm gonna play in this movie that's that's happening and I'm, I don't know in what way exactly but I'm excited to just keep you know unfolding my businesses and doing my best to help people get healthy and awaken to their truth of who they are and. You know, wherever that takes me I think is maybe beyond my imagination at the moment Um, but my imagination is pretty vast and I think we can really start to see um, an enlivening of the potential of our beings and technologies that we can create together and I'm excited to see that unfold and I think it'll happen faster than we think so. Uh oh. (laughs) So it is.
0: Beautiful. Thanks for heading out to, to jam with me today. Really enjoyed that that conversation love everywhere to find Ben in the in the links down below. And wow, that that was great. Thanks again.
1: Yeah, man. This is an honor. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right, brother.